come here, get off. Today we're talking to Khadija, pronouns she and her. Khadija is a 25-year-old mom, entrepreneur, self-proclaimed it girl, and sugar baby. Khadija, thanks so much for joining us today. You're so welcome. Happy to be here. Well, I am glad that you joined us. So, Khadija, um, mm-hmm. we last week's book that we read was about a young woman that decided to start sugaring when she ran into some tight times at work. Okay. So, how did you get into sugaring? So, sugaring like found me actually. So, at the time, I'm a junior, no, sophomore in college. And you know what? This really planted a seed for me. This dude was like, You are pretty enough to get your rent paid. That, like, <laughs> kind of started that for me. And he's like, You know what? Maybe I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not maybe. So I then, am. fast forward a few months. Um, I meet this guy. Well, so he's actually my, my friend's godfather. And um, so we're all in college at the time. And he, he has this huge house. Like, okay, so he's very well off. This was my first sugar daddy. So I met him through my friend. And he was just, he would just be all over me. Like, I really want to take you out, all this stuff. I'll pay you. And mind you, this is my first, you know, like, really first interaction with this. And so one day I'm just like, you know what? Let's go out. Like we already hang out for free because you know we be all in his house. We're all you know living in the dorm and stuff. So, and that's that's pretty much how it started. I just um I let my friend's um godfather take me out, and I've already always kind of been into older guys. So this um this man he was in his forties, and so like that wasn't a issue for me. So. Yeah, not anything too exciting, but girl, it's exciting. It's it's more exciting than some (laughs) of our lives. So (laughs) I would say because with it, people don't believe me when I say like men give me money. I know it's like the trend and all, you know, like the city girls and all that, but people don't believe me. And then men that I'm not especially interested in, I'll go ahead and tell them like I use men for their money and they they be laughing and stuff, but I'm serious. <laughs> you like, but yeah. no, really though. <laughs> really though, like where's the check? <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's my life. <laughs> what do you like best about that work? What do I like best about, I'm sorry? Sugaring. Sugaring. Well, so I'm a people person anyway. So I like just meeting new people. I like um, just the experiences and education that sugaring has um, afforded me. So um, most of the men that I speak to, they are older. They have they have a lot of life experience. They're successful in their businesses. They're just like just in places that I want to be. So I've just learned a lot as far as investing, um, my own businesses, things like that. So really, I would say um, my self-improvement through sugaring is my favorite. What do you like least about it? What do I what? Like, what do you like least about sugaring? Like least. 
Um, sometimes they're annoying, but I think it's just men anyway, like yeah, relationships you anyway. Sometimes you just don't want to don't want to be bothered, just honestly. Um <laughs> about a few months ago, so a few months ago I had multiple sugar daddies and I was feeling like, I'm kinda over like because it is a still a relationship and I was just mm-hmm. not feeling relationship-ish mm. so I did I actually just I ghosted one of my sugar daddies and the other one we um just separated amicably like he still actually hits me up asking how I'm doing and stuff but we're we're just not in that relationship anymore so right now I just have one so I would say the thing I like least is just sometimes you just don't want don't want to be a girlfriend right then <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's real. And it actually leads to the next question that we have. So, you know, mm-hmm. we asked you to come on because last week we read a book called uh, My Billionaire Benefactor. And it follows mm-hmm. this woman, Imani, when she starts sugaring. And she really quickly, like her second date, meets this man who her homegirl calls her whale. Like the man who's going to take mm-hmm. her out the game and make her his woman and all What this. is the name of this book, guys? It's called My Billionaire Benefactor. My Billionaire Benefactor. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Thank it's a part you. of a series. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But so she meets the, this, the whale as her chick uh, calls mm-hmm. her and he's supposed to like take her out of game. Is Is that a thing? He wants to what? He wants what to like thing? get her out the game, out the game, and take care of her and pay her bills. And her homegirl is like, "That's the holy grail. That's what everybody's looking for." But you just said yeah. like you get tired of pretending to be somebody's girlfriend. <laughs> like, is that a thing though? Is that something that people are really aspire that you that you know who are sugar and who are really aspiring to? I would say yes because you know what. I would love, you know, that to happen to me right now. Like, <laughs> let, let me let me quit my job. Let me, you know, chill out a little bit. So, and, you know, I do hear of girls, like, you know, especially my stripper friends, they'll be like, he's just like, he wants to save me. So he's going to save me. And a lot of them do. Like, it's men out here taking care of women and their families. Like, um, this one girl. Her sugar daddy bought her mom a new car. Like, so that's definitely, yeah, like, (laughs) that's what I'm working on right now. But I would say also, so is that true? Do you get tired of the life? What I've started, so in college, I was a little more, you know, I I didn't care, you know? Yeah. But now my um, sugar daddies, I, I make sure I like them. So it's not an act all the time. I make sure it's, now you know i make sure it's someone that i really enjoy spending time with and talking to and things like that so that that does make it better because um before yeah i was just entertaining like older men they really do just want like certain type of company and then especially if they're in a certain class they just really do want a certain type of company they want um you know so but i was being whatever company that they wanted you know i i'm studying you i hear you i'm i'm understanding what you like and i was just being that whereas now i'm more just being myself hmm. yeah mm-hmm. one of the things that we've that we iterate a lot reiterate a lot on this show is the older you get the less fucks you give and you just mm-hmm. explain that you're like i gave lots of fucks when i was younger now that i'm a little older 
I have less fucks to give. So you're going to get what I give. (laughs) Yeah, I think, yeah. You you right. Like I used to care. Like oh, what if he think about me? I don't want him to like stop liking me now. If you're over me, peace out. <laughs> like, I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah. So and I wish that I was your age and and had that. So that's dope. Um. So we opened up our last episode, kind of explaining that you know there's so many forms of sex work, not just mm-hmm. you know people think of sex work and they think of like stripping yeah. or escorting and so and you know what before this year i never thought of sugaring as sex work but you know kind of is. <laughs> yeah so have yeah. you done anything else or are you comfortable sharing have you done any any other forms okay so i i mostly do i'm a sugar baby i do do um i don't know I wouldn't consider bottle girl sex work, but I do strip. Like, um, Mm -hmm. I have experienced stripping. Um, I'm getting into like the phone sex operating. Actually, after we get off, I'm going to probably go on live for the first time tonight. But, um, besides that, no. Yes. Thanks guys. But besides that, no, not really. And like I said, I didn't even think of sugaring as sex work before this year. And I think a part of that is I also was not having sex with my sugar daddies in college. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I am more open to that. So okay, yeah. <laughs> so it makes me wonder, you know, kind of like a culmination of the question of what we've just talked about. Like, how does sugaring impact your intimate relationships, and like vice versa? You know, like. How do your intimate relationships impact the way that you sugar and what you're interested in doing and what falls within the lines of of how you view your work? Does that make sense? Yeah. So, again, my sugar days are relationships. So, in the past, if I've actually met someone that I really like, um, I will, you know, you know, just like in regular relationships, you meet someone, you might put most of your attention on that person mm-hmm. or whatever. But also now from when I started sugaring, I'm I'm more goal oriented where it, it was really just about having fun, just being able to do all these fun things, you know, but not have a daughter who I'm taking care of and stuff. So again, so my sugar daddies are always people now that I would be in just, I would be in a regular relationship with them. Like it wouldn't have to just be about money, but I'm also <laughs> becoming hyper <laughs> hypergamous anyway. So even my romantic, I wouldn't say my, my sugar daddies aren't romantic, but my, I guess, traditional relationships, I expect them to be of a certain standard now too so really I'm the line is blurring as I'm getting older yeah it's far that's real yeah (laughs) in the story we read Amani's best friend Farah got into the game and got assaulted on her first date so what precautions Mm -hmm. do you think people should take to protect themselves if they wanted to if they want to get into this kind of thing yeah so Ultimately, I don't look at sugaring again. It's relationship. So just like with a boyfriend or potential, you know, potential date, potential boyfriend, it's all the same for me. Like we're going to go somewhere public until I'm comfortable with you, you know, being alone with you. Um, 
I don't take many precautions because we're going to be in public. If I'm feeling iffy about it, I'm going to just leave out. And I, my first date, I'm going to meet you there. I don't want you to pick me up. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't think it's any reason for us to, especially when we're still getting to know each other. Oh, that makes total sense. And yeah, yeah. I mean, when like Erica and I date, you know, we're best friends and it's like we turn on our location when we go places mm-hmm. so that, you know, somebody always knows where we are and always mm-hmm. send like, this is this nigga's number and his face and his full name. Like, yeah, it's just a mm-hmm. matter of being smart because you're going to be around people who you don't know that well. That makes total sense to me. Cool. Yep. So, um, over the weekend, uh, I, you probably saw, I feel like it was all over Twitter, a stripper mm-hmm. slipped from the pole and fell like almost two stories. Yeah. And she broke her yeah. jaw and it was bad, but it, one of the things that wow. was interesting. So when I saw the video, when she hit the ground, didn't she start twerking again? I was she like, dang, dancing. is she all right? <laughs> like, cause this is news to me that she broke something. I was like, she yeah. has got to be hurting, but it's, it's news to me that she broke something. Yeah, yeah, no, she was like super duper hurt and she um, Mm -hmm. had a GoFundMe to raise money because the strip club said that it was not their fault and that they Mm -hmm. were not taking any responsibility to pay for any of her medical bills. Mm -hmm. And so it was interesting because it really sparked this conversation about like labor rights and who we offer to protect. Like, you know, who do we value Mm -hmm. and who do we take care of? And I'm wondering if there are things that you can think of that we can all do to be supportive of rights for sex workers. Like in the past, we've talked about how, um, you know, there are online restrictions that keep people from being able to advertise their services and connect with people. Um, Mm -hmm. Are there any things that you can think of that everyone who cares could be advocating for in order to be supportive of folks? Well, so issue is sex work is illegal in places. So um, I think that would be something that would have to be conquered before we can talk about health care or, you know, other rights and things for sex workers. But a kind of apart from sex workers is strippers are considered independent contractors mm-hmm. and there's independent contractors in all industries. Um, and they don't have health insurance or, you know, (laughs) liability. Um, yeah, I'm not saying that it's fair. I'm actually, I'm an independent contractor apart from, um, having dance. So when I'm doing that, I have to pay for my health insurance. That's just, that's just something that I do. I think that as in the climate we're in right now, we have to think about ourselves put ourselves first so health insurance make that a priority um as far as advocating for sex workers we we need to get it legalized yeah we get legalized that's where the rights come from all that you know because i think in her issue it's just like with any other job um and strip club don't offer workers comp a lot of jobs don't offer, you know? So it's just things that we just had to think about. I can't imagine being in that kind of situation, yeah. honestly. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not a poll worker. I'm not. I don't know the tricks. I don't try. <laughs> <laughs> just being closer to the ground, I feel like I'm going to hurt myself. So 
goodness. Really, all we can do is just support ourselves as women. I'm so happy. Like, I've seen the controversy about people sending her funds, but people make GoFundMes for absolutely everything. everything. And that's especially something she should have made a GoFundMe for. Like, you're hurt. People support you and want to help you. Let them. I don't understand the issue. But, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much what I have to say all on that. It's very, it's not black or white by any means. but. I just say to all my ladies, protect yourself first. Um, just in any industry, like they don't, they don't care about us. I like I'm um in corporate, and I feel like I've just um experienced pregnancy discrimination, but it's not mm. much I can do. I live at a at will state as well, so they could fire me for anything mm-hmm. and be okay. And it's cool. It's not something that I could take to court. So wow. it's, it's a lot of stuff that we sign up for as people, as women. We just need to be aware, combat that as best we can, as well as be advocates for our fellow people and people that we um, connect with. Honestly, I feel like that's just the best we can do right now. Yep. So are are there any myths about sex work that you want to dispel? Um, Myths about sex work. Or, I mean, Um, maybe, I mean... You don't do every type of sex work, so I don't want to make it yeah. so general. But like you know, just about yeah. you say you have experience dancing as well as experience mm-hmm. uh, being a sugar baby. So, are there mm-hmm. any myths about being a sugar baby or a dancer that you want to expel? Dispel? I would say the myths. Okay, well, I mean, you know, they're we're considered hoes, whores, sluts. None of that, you know. We're just regular people, some a little more sexually active than others, some not. Like, it's so many strippers that just dance. It's some strippers that, you know, will go do beyond that. But it's very individual. Um, So, really, I would say just people should stop the generalizations because it's false. Like, you can't generalize them. Just like um, one person can be a million different things. These women are, so... Um, but then again, I don't care about getting judged. I mean, you know, honestly, call me a host, let whore out. My bank account is full. Hey. And that's <laughs> that matters to me. This good you know? whore bank yeah. account. <laughs> yes. It feeds my daughter, you know, so yeah. I don't care. And I don't think anyone else should either. And I think once we stop caring and responding and all that, like, what can you say to someone that's like, that's ignoring you, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so what resources would you recommend for someone who's interested in sugaring? Okay. So it's this book that I was just put onto this year. I think it's a great place to start. I found myself like I did a lot of these things organically, but I've also like from speaking who aren't really in the life and stuff, that it's not just natural to think those certain ways or I don't want to say manipulate people because I'm really not. I don't, you know, people tell me no. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, someone's going to tell me yes. <laughs> you know, so I would say read Ho Tactics. That's the name of the book. Um, I think it'll stop a lot of like time wasting because, this was very trial and error. I'm still mm-hmm. trial and erroring, but I have like found, you know, stuff that works, that just works. 
But um, I would say it's a lot of books out there to read. I would um, research hypergamy. A lot of women first have to be okay with um, accepting and receiving. I think that's a lot of people's problems and reasons they aren't getting what they want is because they don't know how to accept it. Um, so I would start looking into hypergamy and then I would read the book Ho Tactics and not judge hoes because hoes can mean a whole lot of things. Yes. So, so Ho Tactics yeah. is by G.L. Lambert, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. It's okay. by a man. It's how beautiful is that? Right. And <laughs> hypergamy uh, basically means like the practice of marrying a spouse that's of a higher social class basically like yep, marrying up, pretty up, much up. Yep. okay mm-hmm. so okay that's what's up so uh i'm so glad that you were able to join us today is there a way for folks who want to learn more about you or connect with you um online that you want to share your socials or anything like that so i am a on all of my socials a y e d i j a h so those just my regular socials like not attached anything i'm pretty i'm pretty much on hiatus from like my businesses and stuff right now but i'm you can always inquire especially if you want to know want to ask me about sugaring you want to know about anything of that sort i'm i really am an open person um i love i'm really a woman's woman like i love supporting my girls love supporting my sisters so my women out there always feel free to reach out yes ma'am that's what's up Well, thank you so much for joining us this week. And thanks to everybody for listening. Bye. Bye. This episode was produced by us, Erica and Kenria, and edited by Ballistic. The theme song is from Brazy. We want to hear from y'all. Send your book recommendations and all the burning sex and related questions you want us to answer to theturnonpodcast at gmail.com. And please subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app. Follow us on Twitter at The Turn On Pod and Instagram at The Turn On Podcast. And find links to our books, transcripts, guest info, and other fun stuff at theturnonpodcast.com. And remember, The Turn On is now a part of the Frolic Podcast Network. You can find more shows you'll love at frolic.media slash podcast. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you soon. Holla!